from Relay FM, this is Connected, episode 473. Today's show is brought to you by Masterclass, Clean My Mac X, and indeed, I have returned to the show, and verily, thine introduce, Federico Vatici. Hello, Mike. Welcome back. How are you? Thank you. I, well, you know, you, you hear me. That ain't, it ain't right, is it? It just ain't right. But I'm y- back. You have, yeah. I mean, you sound good. You sound good. Uh, oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, I think you do. Love. I I love this kind of uh, you know, you know, deeper, deeper mic voice. Hi, yes. Federico. Uh, yeah, like well, that? not that deep. Yeah, <laughs> that's too far. <laughs> too far. Okay, cool. I'll it, it's also my pleasure to introduce Mr. Stephen Hackett. Hello, Stephen. Hello, boys. Oh, that didn't sound good. You messed. That was. I feel like your voice broke when you were low. It did. Which is, no, it cracked right in the middle. I don't right think that's middle. supposed to happen. <laughs> did you manage that? That was interesting. <laughs> Hello, boys. <laughs> I would like to thank everyone for the song recommendations. Uh, I think the phrase you were looking for, by the way, boys, was elements. I think that was what you actually wanted people to send me. Not minerals. Than, <laughs> minerals and metals. Minerals. Uh, we couldn't do phrase, it. I was like, had that situation where I was screaming at the podcast, you know, like, mm. m- you want elements. That's the word you're looking for. But minerals, I, I did receive lots of songs about minerals and metals. Uh, interestingly... This has not happened before. So people used to send tweets, right? Like that was how we did all this stuff. This time I received these song recommendations as public Mastodon replies, private Mastodon replies, uh, on threads, as Instagram DMs, and over iMessage. So Nice. It was a full attack from every vector possible. Okay. I don't think I got any emails, but maybe I did, and I just blocked that sender forever. So that probably was what would have happened. I have some uh, real-time follow-up. Fantastic. Um, as we speak, mm-hmm. iOS 17.1 is rolling out. Finally, it's, so it's th- out. So I can like... now delete the question I put into follow-up, which is, aren't we expecting 17.1 by now? The answer is yes, it's here. Yeah, it's it's out right now. Uh, iOS, iPadOS 17.1, watchOS 10.1, tvOS, whatever double tap. version. Double tap. Mike can double uh, tap. test it. Yeah, like, double oh, tap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. I'm the only Mike, one who can do it. So Mike can I'll, report I'm going to be back. the double tap guy. You know, that's going to be my new thing. I have a story that I wrote uh, about iOS and iPad 17.1. Not a huge release. Uh, really, the majority of changes are in the music app um, for the new playlist stuff that they're doing, like uh, cover templates, song suggestions. Um, the new favorites instead of uh, loving songs. And uh, for iPad users, you can now shift return in Spotlight to add the current app result to Stage Manager. So There's a lot of stuff still expected to come in the next yep. few months, right? <laughs> like, yeah. There's uh, the journal app, the, journal the new app. emoji, the tap back reactions. Uh, oh the... my God, that's still not there? No, nope, not there. Doing? Also, where are the emoji? Mm-hmm. Like, surely that should have been by now, right? Yes, it should have been. Yes. Well, look, I'm sick. I don't know what's wrong with you, but I'm sick, <laughs> you know, and I'm here, you know. I wouldn't miss this episode, so here I am. What's the deal with tabbacks? <laughs> okay, well, Federico, I'll put your story in the show notes so people can go read it and find out everything that's new in 17.1. We also have another piece of follow-up. Um 
that I was discussing with Mike and iMessage, uh, the X-Real company, you know, the company that makes the glasses that I have, the X-Real Air, they just uh, officially rolled out in Europe and in the US the new version, the second generation of the X-Real glasses. So they have the X-Real Air 2 and the X-Real Air 2 Pro. Um, these are not a huge upgrade. Um, basically, the Xreal Air 2, they have a slightly more comfortable design for the nose pads and the, um, the side arms of the glasses, but it's, uh, they're using the same display, they're using the same field of view, same resolution, nothing is changing there. The Xreal Air 2 Pro, they have this new type of lenses that are actually also found on the on a competing product called the Vitor One. Um, I forget the, the term, but these are basically lenses that allow you to dim the lens itself. So you can make them transparent or darker um, if you don't want to see what's you know beyond the lenses. Uh, I still think this is not a huge upgrade. Uh, effectively, you're still using the same glasses with the same resolution, same USB-C cable, same 46-degree uh, field of view in front of you. And um, I was actually hoping for upgrades to the beam accessory, which is the little battery pack that we discussed that allows you to enable like proper spatial, sort of spatial computing um, positioning for the virtual monitors. But there's no update on the beam, whether it's a hardware refresh or a software update. So I was kind of disappointed by that. I am keeping my first generation X-Real Air glasses. Uh, I've been using them a, a lot and I'm in fact waiting for um, a, a two different cables uh, to simplify because I realized um, something, guys, that if I'm using the iPad with my glasses, I cannot charge my iPad at the same time. So that's a problem. Oh, yeah. You need a, you need a, this Velcro a like USB-C hub to the back of it. Uh, or I could get uh, one of these modern uh, USB-C uh, video splitters. There's apparently, after a lot of research and a lot of time spent on Reddit, uh, there's two cables that should be able to accomplish what I want. One is called, it's made by a company called Red Magic. Um, and this company, they make these phones called the Red Magic Nubia. I have no idea what they are. You but are in a world of technology that yes. nobody knows exists except you and people on Reddit. Like you people on Reddit and John. Because I also yes. I also Well, I mean, yeah, poor John. You know. I well, John is <laughs> seems to be enjoying this, but uh, I sort of <laughs> it seems to be. Evidence suggests he enjoys. <laughs> I think I think he's liking this. I don't know. I, I No, that's like of, when you fall that's like when you fall in love with your kidnapper. That's what's going on with John. <laughs> Uh, no, Stockholm no. syndrome. Stockholm no. syndrome. Anyway, so I am waiting for two cables. One is the Red Magic Nubia uh, USB-C adapter. This mm -hmm. is just a USB-C video splitter that supports charging up to I want to say sixty-five, no, a hundred watts USB-C, and the second USB-C port you can use for video out. Mm. And I also got a similar adapter by Vichor, the other company that makes glasses. I bought this upcoming adapter separately. I, I, I just got the accessory from their website. 
and it shipped a couple of days ago from China. So now I'm waiting and I will report back because yeah, I need, I need to be able to charge my iPad when I use the glasses. I guess if you were using the Magic Keyboard, you could charge it through the thing on the Magic Keyboard, but I guess you're not always doing that. Yeah, speaking of that, I also, and this is actually already here, and I'm going to test it tonight. Um, the, all of this is in preparation for this sort of setup that I wanted to have at night. Okay. So I realized, well, it's kind of inconvenient uh, to use the iPad with the Magic Keyboard case while I'm lying in bed using the glasses. Yeah, the angles are all wrong. The angles are wrong. So my here's my thought. I'm just going to put the iPad on the nightstand somewhere with the with this upcoming cable that hopefully will work. Um, I got from 12 South the Magic Bridge accessory. So this is, a, this is like a, a little plastic thing that can hold together a Magic Keyboard, like the desktop Magic Keyboard and Magic Trackpad. Oh, you were just talking um, about this, right? Yeah, 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 you mentioned it last week. Yeah, I got it. It's perfect. Um, so now I have an integrated, like a single... Oh, yeah, that's all you need. You don't need the iPad. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I can just keep that on my lap, the glasses on, cables going to the nightstand, and in theory, I uh, should just be able to work that way. Um so yeah, I'll, I'll, but I don't have the cable at this point. So uh, I will report back. Do the do using the glasses does that impact the iPad battery in a meaningful way? I haven't run any like proper tests, no benchmarks um, or benchmarks <laughs> with my eyes. Um, no, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. But I should be. I should actually try this with proper science. See what happens. Steven, I wanted to get a vibe check from you on something. Yeah. Just want to see how this makes you feel. Urban Outfitters have been selling vintage iPod and iPod minis. What? They do now all appear to be sold out. Uh, this is part of what they are calling their vintage retro tech initiative. Ah! <laughs> the iPod mini was $199, which is way more expensive than the iPod mini originally was. And the iPod Color and Classic were $349. Uh, they were all sold out. This is, I think, they were doing this because it's the 22nd anniversary or something of the iPod. It is. Um, and so... They were selling them to a bunch of teenagers, I guess, who want to use them on, for TikTok, I suppose. Like, I, this is why I'm not being, like, disparaging. Like, I just can't th- understand why else they were doing this and why they sold so fast. Uh, I guess it's, like, how people of my age like vinyl and then there's a yeah. age younger who like cassette and now the, you know, maybe the gen, what would it be? What's the one under, it's not Z, like, what's the next one? Alpha? Maybe yes. they want iPods. I don't know. Well, no, my kids are. Z. My kids are. We've talked about this. My kids are like on yep. the brink of Alpha and Z. But yeah, yeah wait. I, I, there's now a, a Gen Alpha. There's a Gen yeah, Alpha yeah. now. It's got to wrap around again, right? What'd you go do after Z? They need to stop with all these gens. It's useless. Okay. But like when you're old, you're old. When you're young, you're young. All these terminologies are useless. Here we go. Nobody cares anymore. Scientists and popular. We've done this exact thing on the show. Scientists and popular media media use the early 2010s as starting birth year. So my oldest is Gen Z, but my younger two are. Uh, Gen Alpha. But yeah, this is a thing, right? This is, uh, there are people who swear by like, hey, I'm going to have an iPod and it's like, you know, it's not that different than I, than I think what Federico does, but it's the iPod part that makes it exciting, I guess, to people. But I feel ancient and I hate it. I wish they would get rid of the letters and like, I like boomers, millennials, and zoomers. These are just like good words. 
These are just fun words. Like if you can't have a good catchy word, then yeah, you can't, also, can't also brand because it. it's also because it sounds like a Pokemon evolution, especially boomer to zoomer. <laughs> boomer like to zoomer. Yeah. Like if it's like going from to, to zoomer. It's <laughs> like going from Charmander to Charmeleon, whatever. What's the name of the middle one? Ramon. Gen, Gen Pro, Gen Pro Max, Gen Ultra. Love it. <laughs> that's really See, good. That's what we want. They gotta be good names. You know, Millennial's a good name. Yeah. Zoom is a good name. We're all millennials here. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Masterclass, where learning something new feels good. Mike, tell me about your experience with Masterclass. Listeners of this show may know that I'm a Formula One fan, and um, my favorite Formula One driver and someone I consider a role model is Lewis Hamilton, Sir Lewis Hamilton. I'll say. Uh, Lewis, that's true. Uh, Lewis did a masterclass class called uh, about having a winning mindset. Um, and I found this fascinating. I have always, I've been fascinated for a long time with like Lewis's mentality of success and how he approaches that and how he attacks that. And that's what he talks about in his masterclass. And the main thing that I took away from it was the idea of how, the thing that he talks about quite a lot and goes into a lot of detail on is the idea of getting your mind, your fitness, and your general health right. And if you can focus on these things, then you're able to kind of better the other things in your life and excel at other things in your life. I found it really inspiring. Like it was just like a very inspiring class to to go through on Masterclass. And uh, I, I really, really liked it. This fall, you can learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. From leadership to effective communication to cooking classes. Whether you're watching Masterclass on TV, listening in audio mode, in the app, or on their site, their quality speaks for itself. Masterclass instructors can kind of act as your own mentors, like, like Mike said, and help you reach the next level. How much would it cost to take a one-on-one class from the world's best? Easily hundreds of thousands of dollars. Both Masterclass and annual membership is just $10 a month. Memberships start at $120 a year for unlimited access to to one-on-one classes with all 180-plus masterclass instructors. So you can learn how to negotiate a raise with Chris Voss or manage your relationships with Esther Perel. There are over 180 classes to pick from, with new ones being added every month. You too can boost your confidence, find practical takeaways that you can apply to your life and at work. And if you own a business or lead a team, you can use Masterclass to empower and create future-ready employees and leaders. Right now, connected listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership by going to masterclass.com connected. So get 15% off right now at masterclass, M-A-S-T-E-R-C-L-A-S-S, masterclass.com connected. Our thanks to Masterclass for their support of the show and Relay FM. Apple surprised everybody with an event coming <laughs> at a, a very late time on Monday. A terrible time. I, I will I will be brave and say a terrible, terrible time. Terrible time. Five PM Pacific. That makes it seven PM for me in the middle of the night for y'all. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're doing over there. The The artwork is spooky. There's like a ghost finder on the Apple website. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, finder's dead. That's what it means. This should have been risky. We're the getting files finder. in macOS Sonoma. Yeah, no! it's the end of finder. It's the end of finder. Finder's dead. That would uh, be bad for some of us with a lot of, lot of files to, to keep up with. You killed it. Maybe. 
you put it too, through too much work and they'll find us dead. I hope you're happy with yourself. <laughs> but well, that means we do have a game of Ricky's to play. This was thrust upon us <laughs> just uh, yesterday. These may, these are, these, <laughs> let's, let's set everyone's expectations. These aren't good. All right. Speak for like, yourself. What do you want from us? Okay. Nobody knows what this event is even for. I genuinely am not even sure that it, it's worth it. Uh, but we'll find out, I guess, next week. But like, what are we going to... Uh, anyway, we'll talk about it. The Rookies is a game connected hosts play before Apple keynotes and the beginning of a new year trying to predict future events. It is made up of three rounds. Each host makes two regular picks followed by a risky pick. There are two type of rookies, annual rookies and keynote rookies. We are playing the latter today. The keynote rookies winner is named the keynote chairman. This position is held until the next keynote. After the rookies, the host then play a game called the flexies. These two games are separate but related. Please stand for the reading of the rules. Correct regular picks are awarded one point. The language used for regular picks must be finalized and agreed upon during recording, and no partial points may be awarded. Correct risky picks are worth two points, but wrong ones will cause a point to be deducted from that host's total. Picks must have been approved as risky by the two other hosts before the start of the game. A pick cannot be named risky if it has been previously rumored by publications of record, 9to5Mac, or Mac Rumors. Picks made for keynote rookies cannot be reused by the host who made them for the next keynote. The annual rookies have their own subset of rules, but we don't care about those today. All hosts are allowed to reuse picks previously made by others. Scoring is completed during recording and cannot be modified once an episode is complete. In the event of a tie, Dice by PCALC must be used in Relay FM mode to pick a winner. Jason Snell has a lifetime ban on flipping any coins in relation to the rookies. Coin flips by Jason and other podcasts are allowed, but are frowned upon and subject to public shaming. If you saw the podcastathon, you know what we're talking about. For keynote rookies, the scoring window starts when the event begins and closes when the picks are scored. Any information used in scoring must be publicly verifi verifiable at the time of recording. The order of picks is set by previous performance. The winner of the previous associated games goes first. The previous loser goes last. Winners will be recognized during the closing ceremonies. Uh, I am the current keynote chairman. Past results can be seen at rookies.co and rookies.net. These sites also have pages about managing your own scorekeeping at home. You may be seated. Now, did we resolve the rule changes that were proposed during the last event? I think we need to. Uh, I, think, I think they're both relatively simple. Okay. The first one is about the line, Dice Bell Peacock must be used in Relay FM mode to pick a winner. Uh, we wanted to include the knockout rules because in a, in a three-way tie, it, it works a little bit differently. Are you prepared with language for that, Mike, or do you need a week to come up with that language? We can revisit this. I, I've forgotten how... The, I, I've forgotten it. Okay. Again. I'm going to leave that one undone then. Yeah, we can we can resolve this just by listening to the last time we Which did Which was it. last time, I believe. But Oh, no, I remember how we do it. I remember how we do it. We just flip a coin and we all pick heads or tails. Like we just flip one coin and then we just keep going until there's one person left. Like okay. that's the that's the way we've always done it. So dice we just need a way to, to In the event of a tie, dice by peacock must be used in relay FMO to pick a winner. 
in the case of a three-way tie. Of a three-way tie. Hosts all call at the same time until only one person is left standing. Same time with flipping, continuing until a winner is selected, named. So that's good. Uh, The other one, I think, is just a simple word change. So for keynote rookies, the scoring window starts when the event begins and closes when picks are scored. We had wanted to change that to when the live stream begins because there was a pick made about the music last time. And we felt like that that was fair game. Yeah, it's this is good, but it is very funny to me to uh, make a pick for something we will never, I believe, want to use again. But you never know. But you never know. So yes, let's change it to the live stream. Uh, round one, I get to go first because I am the keynote chairman. And my round one pick is Apple announces a new Apple Silicon system on a chip. Discussion point. If they do this, is it weird that the Vision Pro is going to come with an M2 and that we could see the M3? I don't know that they're going to do this. Well, that's the pick, my friend. But if they do, yeah. is it or will the Vision Pro keep them from doing it? Your pick of its M3. I'm, I, I'm really in two minds about whether this is an event for the M3 or not. Like, I genuinely don't feel like I can... Yeah. Answer it one way or another. So, like, this is my feeling about this event in general. I have no idea why. Like, I can't work out why this is happening. Like, I I feel like I cannot get my head around what I believe they are going to be announcing. Like, I'm finding this one to be Mm -hmm. complicated because of its timing, the products that are available, the things that they have and haven't done, and the fact that it's Mac-focused. Like, it's... Because I, I don't fully understand it, but I know there's a lot of conversation about like TSMC had to like change part of their process for the three nanometer chips, which would suggest that there may have been a delay on the actual real better process. And if that's the case, would they want to do the M3? And also like, yeah, I, I'm very confused about this and I'm not convinced that an M3 will happen, but I also don't feel convinced that it won't like i'm I'm, I'm definitely in two minds about it say that they don't have an m3 and this is just the imac gets an m2 and maybe an m2 pro or something they're like that's not an event and exactly and there's and there everything else is on the m2 what i mean i guess it's possible they could like spec bump the m2 somehow but again that's not that's not an event that doesn't make any sense right like that why would you need to do that so this is what i mean i'm there's a lot of information out there at the moment and none of it really seems to be coalescing around something specific to me right that would warrant actually having a live stream event and i know obviously this one is different i think it is inherently deprioritized by the fact that it is in the evening and therefore they are not bringing people to an event at apple park which they have been doing now like there, there is something weird about the setup of this one, which also makes it complicated for me to try and understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's also like, oh, well, you would assume they should have something iPad related, but all of the imagery is about the Mac. Right. And the reason I say that is just because they haven't had any iPad releases at all this year. Yeah. So I'm just, I feel, I feel very much in two minds about this event. Yeah. I, I don't y- understand it. As you will see in my picks today, 
I am just leaning all the way in that this is the M3. And if it's not, I'm going to really suffer <laughs> next Wednesday. But that's the, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely complicated. And yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, I genuinely think like the Vision Pro thing could be enough to not have the M3 now. Agreed. Uh, you know, I definitely could see Apple, sent, you know, doing that. They could just put the M2 into the iMac and just like not release an update to the MacBook Pros in the same year in which they've already done it. My my first. Are we good to move on from your first round pick? Yes. Yes. That that is my pick. Uh, new Apple Silicon system on a chip. Cool. My first round pick is stolen from a shower thought that Jason Snell had and shared with me on Upgrade that Apple will be redesigning the 13-inch MacBook Pro. What do you think it's going to get? Again, I am stealing this from Jason, but I do think it's uh, like that it will look like the 14 and 16, right? Like visually, and it won't have a touch bar anymore. No touch bar anymore. No touch bar. Okay. And that this is a product that like, you know, you know I was, I was, I'm sorry if you listened to Upgrade because I'm sure I'll repeat what I said then. Like, I think that the 13-inch MacBook Pro is a product that only exists because people want to buy something called a MacBook Pro and they want the cheapest possible thing because the MacBook Pro's entry-level price is really expensive now when realistically what the vast majority of these customers would be better served by is the MacBook Air, which is now just like an absolute killer machine. But they get the MacBook Pro because... They think they want a MacBook Pro because they used to have MacBook Pros, and/or it's like uh, corporations want to buy, want to say, "Hey, we're going to get you a MacBook Pro," and everyone gets excited about it. But they actually just want to buy the cheapest one, which means they get everybody the 13-inch MacBook Pro with a Touch Bar. I don't care what it's said on stage uh, during WWDC. I am convinced Apple do not want to continue developing the touch bar into macOS going forward. That is a thing that is clearly dead. Um, it is a choice, quote unquote, that is available to customers now just because they still sell it. But I think that they will want to get rid of it. And if they continue to want to have this 13-inch MacBook Pro in the lineup, which it seems like they do because of price stuff, they need to get rid of the touch bar. Yeah, I mean, it, during the uh, the live talk show at WBC, didn't they sort of like... <laughs> poke fun of the talk show a little bit like or poke fun of the talk show but well, john gruber did but like turnus and jaws were like people like it it's an option they can have it if they want it you know like and okay that's what i remember i just think that that was very much like a, we don't have an answer for this question and so that's the end of it uh, i i hope they do this i think it makes a lot of sense to make this really seem like an in-between machine between the air and the pro because that that's if it's going to continue, that's what it should be. The touch bar makes it stand out. It doesn't have MagSafe. So if they added MagSafe, then you get basically a Thunderbolt port back. So I, I hope that this this comes to pass. To answer the thing we were just talking about, maybe this event is M2, an M2 Pro IMAX and a new 13-inch MacBook Pro. Could be, Yeah, that could be the whole thing. And that the M3 doesn't happen. Like that, that, that could be a thing. It is not beefy by any stretch. But I expect that you remember how like the MacBook Air was just like would never go away, right? And it yep. was just like it seemed they kept revising it, but it never changed. Yeah, because it sold a lot. And I expect that. I mean, I would guess that the 13-inch MacBook Pro is probably the best-selling MacBook Pro. They so Apple said, I think when they went to M1 and then maybe M2 as well, the Air is the best-selling notebook, and the 13-inch MacBook Pro was the second best-selling notebook. And I expect that's still the same. So to them, understandably. Uh, that's important and it's worth like shouting about maybe. But I, but I mean, why why use the tagline scary fast? 
because they're fast and it's Halloween. No, it doesn't matter. Why you? If you're just, I mean, the M2 is a known is a known entity at this point. Why you need to? Yes. Okay. I don't think you understand, Federico. It's Halloween, you know? Sil- silly holiday. Silly. You know the worst <laughs> part of, about Halloween? You know what Give it, it is? Me. Like, it's supposed to be a spooky holiday, yeah, right? Yeah, spooky mm-hmm. online names. It's the worst thing. Well, well, no, no, no. The worst thing is, like, people dressing up with costumes that are not spooky. Like, how can you say, well, I'm a baseball player? Like, that's not yeah. spooky. Like, yeah. like you're supposed to be a ghost or a vampire or the devil, mm-hmm. like whatever, or mm-hmm. a zombie, the chainsaw guy from Resident Evil 4, like you name it, but something <laughs> no, spooky. You, <laughs> you can be spooky mm-hmm. baseball player, but like not just, oh, I'm a fireman. Like, is, is that like, that's not spooky. I'm Oppenheimer. Is Oppenheimer scary? Maybe Oppenheimer's well, scary. Yes. You know, yes. he's spooky. Okay. That is. Um, anyway, so my pick, I have thoughts. <laughs> The MacBook Air is not updated at this event. Mm. I couldn't come up with anything better than this. Hey, this is a round one pick, baby. You can say whatever you like. I gotta get my points. Give me my points, you know? Uh, I don't think we're gonna get new Mac- new MacBook Airs. That seem- it seems unlikely, right? I mean, that's that's good. Well, I mean, but this is the thing, right? So if Steven's pick could is true... Be. It could be, though. And we have an M3, like, that's, in theory, the candidate, right? Like, I don't know. Steven, can we come back to you? Yes, please. Can I ask you a question based on what Federico just picked? If they do have a chip, what chip is it and what does it go in, do you think? Well, just going to have to stay tuned for my future picks. Oh, okay. All wow, right. Fair okay. enough. All right, fair enough. Okay. Well, we'll come back to that. So at the end of round one, we are, I'm going to just uh, round up the picks again. Steven said, Apple announces a new Apple Silicon system on a chip. Mike said, the 13-inch MacBook Pro is redesigned. And I said the MacBook Air is not updated at this event. I don't think any of us feel particularly good about any of that. <laughs> nope, 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 <laughs> nope. No. Kind of risky, because like, like everything's risky. Everything feels game. risky. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what this event feels like, and I feel like it feels like one of the COVID ones. Do you remember? <laughs> yes, yes. When they had like three events in a row, month after month. Oh my god! The, what and it was just that, got 2020? to a certain, Yeah, it was 2020 because the September event happened. And they didn't yeah. announce any iPhones. Oh, and yeah. And so at that point, it was like, all bets are off. Mm-hmm. Especially when they did one in November. Because it's like, now what is it going to be? So yeah, so it feels like that again, where it's like, I don't know why this is happening. And so here we are. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, the, their cadence has kind of been off all year. And yeah. look no further than there's been no new iPad hardware other than that pencil. Mm-hmm. All right, round two. My pick is the M1 iMac receives an update it's it's the only m1 machine that's like hasn't seen an m2 update or revision you can still get an m1 macbook air and i understand that because like the m1 macbook air is still great and they can sell it as the cheapest laptop but there's no m2 imac and the the design and stuff i think is phenomenal like other than it only being 24 inches, that that's like my only criticism of that design. I think it's fantastic in every other way. I loved the orange one that I had in the studio for a little while that I reviewed and did a video on 100 years ago. But it is, uh, it's weird that it's just been hanging out. And I think it's going to get an update. And I think either M2 or M3, like I think Gurman at some point reported the iMac was going to skip the M2 and go straight to the M3. <clears throat> maybe that Maybe that's coming true. Uh, but... I don't think that'll sit around with an M1 past this past this event. 
uh, my second round pick is the colors of the iMac are unchanged. What if there are no new colors, but they jettison some colors? So instead of the six colors plus silver, what if it's four colors plus silver? That's a change? Then they've been changed. The So I'm going to take that because I I amended the wording of the pick. Yeah, you did. Uh, in such a way that if they don't have a new iMac, this is still correct. So I'm willing to take the other part where, like, if they remove a color, then I'll lose it. Okay. So. <laughs> so, huh. so hang on. So if they do nothing to the iMac, so yeah. one week from today, it is the same as it is today. You get this point. The colors of the iMac are unchanged. That's don't they? sneaky. That is that sneaky. That is quite sneaky. But hold on. If uh-huh. they do update the iMac, yeah. follow me here. I'm the colors, the, the, the roster of colors is the same. Mm-hmm. And they have the same names. But they are visibly different from oh, before. Oh, so like it's a new blue. Yeah. It's still called blue whatever. That's a changed color. <laughs> the names of the colors of the iMac are unchanged. <laughs> oh, no. That's my pick. Thank you. Appreciate it. Oh, Federico, <laughs> you should have left the loophole there. Uh, this is the loophole on loopholes of picks. I'm just like... Uh, so, app, so hang on. So what we need to do before we Record on, the names now. Yes. Because if they change, we'll never know, right? They'll just like... Yeah. Hang on. I'm looking at seeing if I can find tech specs. Maybe they're listed there. Oh, I'd be on the shopping page, right? When you go to buy? Uh, blue, green, pink, silver, yellow, orange, purple. I'm just going to put that in uh, M1 as a note just so we have it in the future. Do you not have this saved in Devon thing? I do, <laughs> but <laughs> Safari was faster. Oh, inter- oh. So they could have... They used to do this with the iPod Nanos, remember? They would like keep blue, green, pink, but they would shift the hues around. And so they could, they could do that. Man, I'm looking at these web pages. I love this computer so much. I wish I had a need for a 24-inch iMac. It's a great computer. It's, I own one. It's like a trophy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's my trophy computer. I look forward to collecting all I the look. colors in 10 years. Yeah, it'll be good times. Yeah, I could do a repeat of what I did with the G3. No, you know what? I think you should leave that for like the next Stephen Hackett. Mm. Right? Like You shouldn't take that roll on that should be like someone who's listening to this show right now who's like 14 or something right right? they want to be like me when they grow up in their 20s they want to be the guy who has a collection that gets submitted to the henry ford museum although let's be real this one as beautiful it is yeah do you ever think about this do you ever think about this even who's the next Stephen hackett I, i try not to that's kind of a weird existential thought who's the next version of you i don't know there's, there is someone out there that one of these people exists. If you're out there, <laughs> send me an email with your address so I know where you are. This is like have you have you seen <laughs> yeah, have you seen the movie Looper? It's like yeah. that. That's yes. what, this is what you're going for. If you're out there, tell me where you are. <laughs> I'm coming to get you. Coming uh, to, coming to get me. Yeah, no, I think that you need to leave this for like a future generation. Like you got to give somebody else the opportunity to do this. You know. We'll see. Someone else has got to has got to forge their own path and like build up enough cultural cachet where they can just say on a podcast, "Send me your computers," and people will do it. Like you just have like an unfair advantage now, you know. All right, so uh, I also have another boring pick, and I'm sorry, I'm actually following the Mike playbook here. My pick is the design of the 14 and 16 inch MacBook Pro is unchanged. 
Yep. That's my pick. And, you know, it, I guess it, the the sneaky mic approach also works here. If mm -hmm. there are no new MacBook Pros, this pick still holds true. Mm -hmm. um, and if there are new MacBook Pros, how can you uh, sort of uh, consider the unchanged? Well, I guess it's one of those things you'll know it when you see it. Like, yeah, when yeah. You see it. Yep. going from the... What are the iPhones that look the same, the 12 and the 13? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, like that. Like you can tell it's the same design, you know. Where the new one, it's different. Like even though they look the same, it's different, right? The design is new on the 15 because they like rounded yeah. the edges off and stuff. Yes. Like that's new. Yeah, that's new. Uh, I, what I'm saying is that they will look, and maybe they will be, I don't know, 20 grams heavier or lighter. But what I'm saying is that from the outside, the design will be unchanged. I would maybe, what what that is like the visual design then? Sure. I mean, you have different methods of design, right? Like the visual design of the 14 and 16 inch angle Pro is unchanged. I think I think it's a good pick. I mean, the design is really good, and they've only used it for two generations and i think i think you'll you'll get this for sure and they took that design and brought it to the macbook air right? yeah exactly so like, it's it's the new design which is why like going back to my first pick it's like you could imagine they might do it to the 13 inch macbook pro if they consider that a product to keep around it should look like what apple's laptops look like now definitely and it's a good it's a good design like i, I feel like they when i mean there was that design article that came out a while ago and one of the things in there was the macbook pro and the macbook air were designed at the same time like even though we didn't see the air until later very clearly it's a design that does scale pretty nicely and so i can't imagine them throwing that out after just just two revs this is a thermal corner we don't know about unless there's a thermal corner i, I will say the only time i've ever heard the fans in my m2 pro macbook pro or when i do ai uh transcripts which i've now done for all five podcastathons so they're, they're they're all floating around keep those in dev and think right let me recap round two i said the m1 imac receives an update mike says the names of the colors of the imac are unchanged and federico says the visual design of the 14 and 16 inch macbook pro is unchanged this episode is brought to you by clean my mac x junk files Hung processes and malicious apps can slow down even the latest, most powerful machines. Maintaining your Mac, whether old or new, orange or not, is essential for smooth macOS performance. And Clean My Mac X is an all in one maintenance tool that takes care of old junk, faulty apps, and malware in an efficient, aesthetically pleasing, and hassle free way. Using the app's menu bar app, you can monitor your Mac's health, CPU load, and more. With nearly 30 million downloads and 15 years of expertise, this app is a must-try for any macOS user. And it's a great time with macOS Sonoma being out and new to make sure that your Mac is in tip-top shape. Uh, Apple continues to pack the Mac with innovative features, and Clean My Mac X ensures that your hardware remains healthy and running at peak performance so you can enjoy a seamless macOS experience. I love the design of Clean My Mac X. It is so easy and clear to understand what it's doing, what the different tools do, and how they work, and the process in which it's going through. It's really straightforward. And that's hard to do with utility apps like this. And they, the team over there clearly have spent lots of time in 
considering how this app communicates to its users, what it can do and what it is doing. And I, I love it. All connected listeners will get 5% off by checking out the link in the show notes or by going to macpaw.app slash connected. That's macpaw, M-A-C-P-A-W, macpaw.app slash connected. And again, the link is in the show notes. Our thanks to Clean My Mac X for the support of the show and Relay FM. It is now time for our risky picks. I'm swinging for the fences. Apple unveils an iMac Pro. Okay. Are you that. fed up of being the Chapman? Like, <laughs> do you just not want it anymore or what? I just, I got inspired by Scary Fast and all the dark artwork. And, you know, Apple knows that pros love space gray computers. The pros like Halloween? That has nothing to do with Halloween. That's just a oh. coincidence. <laughs> uh, what is the iMac Pro in your mind? Definitely bigger than 24 inches mm-hmm. and comes with the the M, let's call it the M3, just for conversation, M3 Pro and or M3 Max. Would you give it all up for this computer? I really liked my iMac Pro. Mm. <laughs> uh, there's something nice about the all-in-one lifestyle. Wait. But who knows? Wait. I thought there was something nice about not the all-in-one lifestyle. There's also things nice about that, too. Ah, there's, there's oh, okay. nice for everyone, you know? Yeah, well, I know both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. get, those, get you, you know? a set of that does both, you know? <laughs> I mean, you have that already. The, the, the situation with the iMac is you would not have both. That's the reason that you said for why you wanted a laptop. Stephen, do you think that maybe you've reached a point where, and please answer honestly, <laughs> maybe maybe the sol- the solution for you is just, is that you just want all the Macs yeah. in existence. And sometimes, you know, one day you wake up and you're like, you know, this Tuesday feels like a MacBook Pro kind of day. Mm. And then you wake up on a Thursday and you're like, today I want to have an iMac. And maybe if we go a layer deeper here in your brain, is your subconscious trying to tell you that you should go back to work at an Apple store? <laughs> That's not saying that. Federico, you, you said something very important there, and I think it's very clear, and I think you've done it. He does want all the Macs. You want them his, all. His studio is full of them all. Like, Stephen, this is you. He's nailed it. You just want all the Macs, and so you'll keep finding new reasons to get all of the Macs. Yeah. You should just you should just embrace this. This is just, and, and it's fine if yeah. this is what lies underneath it all. It's fine. I understand it. I also kind of want all the iPads. Yeah, you but, you but have just... created a career for yourself in which it's okay to have all of the Macs. So yeah. like you should just embrace who you are, you know? Yeah. I did the dual the dual Mac lifestyle for a long time. And this year I'm doing the MacBook Pro plus studio display. So we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. I would say if they have an iMac Pro at some point, it would be uh it would be hard to it would be hard to ignore. Stephen, all of the Macs hack it. I like this. Stephen Mackett. Uh, okay, my I'm basically feeding off Stephen's pick here. I'm like, I'm in his tailwind, uh, drafting behind him. Uh, Apple unveils a new Studio Display Pro that is larger than the regular Studio Display and features a new screen technology than the smaller model. I could have stopped halfway, but didn't, and just this I is where it. I am. The the passion here. The passion mm. is thick. So, Studio Display Pro that is bigger than the 27-inch Studio Display we have, 
and features a new screen technology. What are you thinking here? Mini LED? Um, Probably mini LED, yeah. I, I do have a little bit of a contention with the word new. I know what well, you mean. New from before. From the... Well, that's not been on a studio. It's like it's not been on But a studio, not necessarily so. something all new, like space OLED or something. Here's, here's what I'm thinking. It's a 27-inch display that is the same panel as the MacBook Pro's panel. So it's got like ProMotion... But that wouldn't be bigger because you also say larger and it's currently 20. I just said 27 inches. I just said 27 inches. The studio display is 27 inches now. And your pick says larger. Apple unveils. Can I just get rid of the larger part then? I think think both larger and new technology. Wait, you think Apple unveils. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You think Apple unveils the studio display pro that features a new screen technology then the smaller model is not risky? I think the size is an important aspect of this. This is this is BS, but yeah, keep it as uh, it is. I mean, I mean, uh, what size no, no. is the Pro Display XDR? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Mike, Mike, in your in your mind, what's what should why should this new Studio Display exist? What what so does it do? You can plug your MacBook Pro into a screen and not take a downgrade. Okay. So, so is it mostly about screen size or or, or display quality? It's the, it's the technology okay. is what I'm actually thinking about more. Okay. You know, I was thinking about the 24-inch display on the on iMac. The iMac. And was yeah, like, I thought you, that. Might, you might have been. Yeah. So it's, it's fine. Leave it as it is. Leave it. Okay. No, it was I, the rule said I had to have it agreed. Okay. Leave it as it is. It's fine. Okay. And and if if everything exists other than larger, I'll just take the moral victory, but I won't take the actual points. You know, I'm fine with that. Yeah, I hope they do this because, I mean, it, it the studio display panel is old, right? It's like the 5K iMac panel, more or less. And yeah. the MacBook Pros and even some of the iPads can do so much more than the studio display can do right now. And then also, you could, I'm sure you could like plug a MacBook Air into it and get like promotion. Because mm-hmm. I bet the MacBook Air's internals could support it. It just doesn't have to screen for it. Maybe. Well, I mean, if an iPhone can do it. Well, the, it's like the problem with Retina desktop back in the day. It's the matter of how you get the data to a, to that display. Like, does Thunderbolt have enough bandwidth for ProMotion or something else? If it's just micro LED or OLED, you know, obviously the, the, the bandwidth's not a concern, but other other features may depend on that. I bought the domain allofthemax.com and uh, forwarded that to Stephen's mm. website. Thank you. Nice. That was pretty good. All of the Macs. You know, kind of like the... All of the Macs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's time for my risky pick. So I should preface this by saying this is something I want and that I'm sort of willing into existence. I have no... I don't actually think it's coming true, but hey, uh, whatever. Apple introduces a new desktop keyboard and or trackpad that supports connecting to multiple devices at once. They also support USB-C connections now. So my thinking is the desktop versions of the Magic Keyboard and Magic Trackpad, they got to update them to USB-C, right? Because they're still using Lightning. Um, So while they're doing that, why not also finally support devices to multiple connections? Now that, you know, the using an iPad at a desk with an external monitor is an established reality, and with the Vision Pro coming out next year, why not finally have a keyboard and trackpad that you can seamlessly pair with a Mac or with the Vision Pro all at once or with an iPad and with a Mac and, you know, and so forth. Um, it's really 
these devices, these accessories, they're really looking quite silly in comparison to other third-party keyboards when it comes to multi-device connections. Um, and Apple could do it better than anybody else. Like, uh, I keep thinking that the same switching technology that you have for AirPods could be used for input devices. So I'm hoping that the, the, the fact that they need to update them for USB-C maybe also gives them an opportunity to, do, to, to go the extra mile and support multiple device connections. I don't think it's coming true, but the alternative, so we discussed this before the show, I'm going to use this as a flexi, but my other risky pick was at least one M3 series chip introduces support for Thunderbolt 5. That was my other risky I was considering. You're not making it a flexi? I am making it a flexi. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a it's in my flexes. Um, I think it's still a little too early, maybe for Thunderbolt Five in the M3, given that there are basically no Thunderbolt Five accessories announced whatsoever. Um, so maybe this is more on an, an M4 or M5 kind of thing down the road. So yeah, I chose the keyboard and trackpad Ricky instead. You know, I was thinking about this last week right because you were talking about your dream for like the airpod style switching mm. and i was trying to think like how could that work for input devices because like how would you be able to tell the other computer that you wanted it to be there mm -hmm. like i just i don't understand how you could do that because you can't interact with the computer if the devices are not already connected like i feel like it would have to be a physical connection like physical button like the mx keys has or something to be able but maybe it's just more a matter of you know the, the, it could be smart like the system could be smart and be like okay i see that you know if if this device was previously paired with this keyboard and trackpad and you're now looking at a login screen i am going to assume that you want to use them with this computer and i'm going to let you type your password for example like that could be a typical scenario or it could be a physical control right maybe we are overthinking this could be just a little switch that i think I think if they wanted to do this, which I think they should do it, why not? It should be if you would want you would want a physical control. It's a little button. And I mean, the, and and the, and that's fine. That's fine as long as you just let me pair them with multiple devices yeah, at once. Just let me do it. Uh, which is impossible. Just let me do it, and you know, it's no bother to press a little switch. Um, but right now, it's keyboards impossible. have lots of buttons on them already. So, <laughs> you, you know, can, you can fit one more in there. <laughs> They're known for that. So what's one more? It's you know, exactly. It's, it's fine. Uh, yes. Uh, so once again, the text of my risky pick is Apple introduces a new desktop keyboard and or trackpad that supports connecting to multiple devices at once. They also support USB-C connections now. You're, uh, you're boned if uh, they just release a new mouse that does this and nothing else. It's such, such an iPad user thing. Oh yeah, mice exist. <laughs> No, I I can't believe they're just I, if they do it. Yeah, they, they're not they gonna surely. do just the mouse. It's gonna no, be the no, one that on. people use the least, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? That would be incredible. Uh, we have new magic. Uh, what is it now? Magic I mouse. Think it's still the magic mouse. Yeah. Second gen magic mouse. Yeah. I almost said mighty mouse. I was like, no, that's the wrong. That thing. was the one with the bowl in it, right? Yes, they got stuck all the time. Like the ball get gummed up. You have to go clean it. It's terrible. 
So those are our regular picks and our risky picks. Maybe we'll actually have a result that isn't a three-way tie, though, which would be nice. Three-way tie, we all have minus one point. <laughs> oh, no, see, that's sad. <laughs> I feel like someone is at least going to get a point. Like, we spread it f- enough over the products, I think. I think so. That I think someone's going to get points. I just hope somebody actually wins. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Indeed. No one wins while playing the waiting game. And when it comes to hiring, you can't just wait for great talent to find you. You need to find them first with Indeed. When you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. So instead of spending hours across multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, you can use their powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. Indeed streamlines hiring with powerful tools that find you matched candidates. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job, according to Indeed Data US. Indeed's hiring platform really is great. Candidates you invite to apply are three times more likely to apply to your job than candidates who only see it and search, according to US Indeed Data. Even better, Indeed is the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Making it an unbelievably powerful hiring platform, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest 2019. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that are using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your post at Indeed dot com slash connected this offer is good for a limited time so claim your 75 dollar credit now at indeed i n d e e d indeed.com slash connected that shows your support of this show by saying you heard about it on this podcast terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed our thanks to indeed for the support of the show and relay fm the Flexies is a game held after each edition of the Rickies. It consists of a series of additional picks in relation to the upcoming Apple event or year. Scoring is completed separately from the main game, but like the Rickies, the order of picks is set by the results of the previous game and ties will be broken using Dice by Peacock. Please lie down as the rules are read. Hosts must make a minimum of five flexi picks. Each correct pick is awarded with one point. Wrong picks do not remove any points, and no partial points may be awarded. The winner is determined by comparing the percentage of correct flexies made by each host. The winner can use their chosen title as long as they are the winner. Federico shall be named Prince Flexi and known as King Flexi when having won both the keynote and annual games. Mike has chosen Duke of Flexington, and uses the name Archduke Flexington when applicable. I am the Attorney General Flexi and use the title Secretary of Deflex when necessary. Loser of the Flexies must compensate the winner by donating to a charity of the winner's choice. The, do- the amount of the donation is $25 per wrong Flexi made by the loser. The money must be donated on air. Federico is the current winner of the Keynote Flexies and Mike is the winner of the Annual Flexies. And if someone holds all four titles, they're allowed to choose their own name. You may be seated. 
five flexes and I struggled to come up with even a basic amount of flexes. Yeah. No one has eight this time. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Number one, uh, Johnny Shruji makes an appearance. Uh, it's the chip guy. Maybe there will be new chips. I'm assuming there. I am assuming there will be an M3 mm-hmm. um, for this event. Again, based on the tagline, and I'm assuming that the person in charge of the chips will say something. Can I ask you both a question? Because yeah, we, we keep mentioning taglines, and do they actually yeah. really mean anything? Because I feel like depending on who you ask, depending on which time it is, it either does or doesn't. You know, sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. I think that makes it all the more fun. I think Apple sometimes goes super generic, and then other times they basically tell, you know. Um, number two, the event video is less than 90 minutes. I don't think it'll be a long affair. All right. if, it, if it crosses an hour, I'll be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it'll be short and sweet. And number three, this was my discarded Ricky. Oh. At least one M3 series chip introduces support for Thunderbolt 5, a first for the industry. Um, this is my binned Ricky, if you will. Um, what does Thunderbolt 5 get me? Uh, up to, well, it gets you 80 gigabit per second transfers. And with the boost t- technology that they have, up to 120 gigabit per second if you're doing like heavy video intensive tasks. Wow. So it's like it doubles the bandwidth, essentially, hmm. um, available to you. And it's still backwards compatible with USB-C, DisplayPort, and all the, those other standards. Uh, but there are no Thunderbolt controllers. I mean, yes, Zach, in Discord, one might say scary fast. That was my thinking before mm. like if this actually comes true and i didn't use it as a risky pick i'm gonna be so upset oh yeah that would be terrible uh number four vision pro is mentioned at some point during the video so i have this idea that apple needs to remind people that this thing is coming out and it's gonna be very expensive and every opportunity they get they like to mention hey vision pro is going well vision os it's happening so i'm assuming that they will drop in a mention of the Vision Pro somewhere in Mm. the video. And finally, number five, at least one computer or accessory that gets updated is less expensive in the US than before. You know, maybe price drop for something. You know, maybe maybe the MacBook Pros will be $50 cheaper or whatever. Maybe the new trackpad will be cheaper. We'll see. Did you see that services are more expensive now? Yeah, well, they like to make their money there. Big savings in hardware and uh, you know, price hike in software. Some kind of Halloween joke is made. <laughs> Genuinely, okay, my expectation is uh, Greg Joswiak is dressed as something. That's my expectation. Oh, my God. Um, you're, but other you're than that, big with this one. some kind of uh, a Halloween joke is made. Uh, mm. I believe someone will say carbon neutral. I want, I want to go back okay. to the Halloween thing for yeah. a second. Yeah. I think it was, I don't know what even, it was some event. It was hardware only. And the camera was like panning through Apple Park and it passed Craig Federighi, who looked very stressed. And then they moved on because it was all a hardware event. Mm. Maybe that happens this time, but we see Craig like dressed up as something. Yes. And the ba- wandering across the background. That could be fine. And look, Craig Federighi likes to dress up. Or well, people like to dress up Craig Federighi. Whether he likes it or not, I'm not sure. But they like to do it. So I could imagine that. 
Yeah, I mean, look, we're not here to judge what a man does in his private home. I mean, he always looks good while doing it, so... Uh, Pick number three, all outside shots are filmed in the evening. Yes, I like that a lot. I think they like to, like... I I can imagine this, and I was like, hey, it's nighttime for us too, you know? Um, Four, John Turner's looks great. (laughs) Five, at least one Mac... Highlighting it green right now. (laughs) At least one Mac is available to order today. That's bold. And six... We do not get new AirPods Max, even though I want them. <laughs> That's my six flexies. Is the AirPods Max the saddest thing on sale currently at Apple.com? Yeah. It's it rough. May be. It may be. It's really rough. I want them, but I don't think it's going to happen. Just doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it's ever the time. I, think, I don't remember if you said it on this show, Federico, or on another show, but these, that like they're like HomePod now. Um, and that makes me really sad, but I think that's where they are. They're just like the original HomePod. They're going to stick around for a really long time, and then we're going to think they're going to get rid of them because it's been so long, and then they're like, ha-ha, we did it again. My So you, you made six. Made we should six. just note that. You yep. somehow came up with six, which is impressive. Uh, I've got five. Uh, first, the IMAX input devices are updated with USB-C, but otherwise remain the same. Pushing back on on Federico's risky a little bit. There's if if they update the iMac at all, they I mean they have to do USB C, right? There's no way they keep shipping Lightning keyboards and stuff. What if Lightning just becomes like the accessory connect? <laughs> That'd be so sad. <laughs> this is what it's for. Number two was my bend risky. I never brought it to y'all, but it was like in my little Apple Note, it was in contention for the risky. The M3. M3 Pro and M3 Max are all announced. Oh, all of them. Okay. All of them. And I say this because there are rumors that the regular MacBook Pro, not the weird 13-inch, but the 14 and 16 would get an update. That means that there has to be an M3 Pro and M3 Max unless they somehow update it but keep the M2 in them. So Mm. I'm just real. I told you at the beginning of this, I'm leaning into it being M3 time. Number three, the Mac Mini. That, uh, sorry, I was that, that that would be very bold that they would do them all. Like that seems like a yeah. like a lot because then you've got to have enough products to put them all in if you're going to do that, right? And I'm uh huh. And your your TSMC business has to all be straightened out, which I don't. I just don't think it is. But I mean, also let's face it, right? So they're doing an event, and it's weird, weird timing online only, but it's still an event, a pre-announced. Thing it, with yes, graphics and it's everything. not press releases right like it's not a press release so it's gotta be something otherwise if you're just doing an event to say oh hey here's an imac with an m2 like no there's gotta be something there's gotta be something however number three says the mac mini is not updated oh my god i forgot about the mac mini i did not even cross my mind it has the m2 and the m2 pro yeah but it wouldn't I mean, Apple has done these things at different paces, and maybe this is iMac and MacBook Pro, and the you know the Mac Mini is the same. I'm just, I'm spreading my flexies around here. Number four, the iPad isn't even mentioned. Mm, yeah, doesn't exist. <laughs> what iPad? It remains a product in our lineup. And number five, we do not see Tim Cook on video. No. I have grounding for this. No. That's no. Wild. I have grounding. This could have been a risky. I ha- no no it's it's not because there's precedent so uh, I'm pulling it up I'm gonna have the YouTube link I mean that can be precedent but I if you would have brought this to me as a risky pick it would be easy 
easy for me to say, yes, this is risky. See, when they did the M2 Pro and M2 Max MacBook Pro and the M2 and M2 Pro Mac Mini, that was a YouTube thing. It was 18 minutes long. No Tim Cook. It was all John Turnus. Daddy Turnus was driving. My, my favorite. Pre- Obviously, I knew this, Stephen. <laughs> How could I forget my favorite presentation? And so I, I watched it. You know, I know this well. But yeah. I still think that they were weird times, right? Where, like, no one really knew what was going on, right? Like, mm-hmm. about... Wait, wait, no, this is... Wait, when was this? A year ago. Oh, then ignore what I'm about to say. Forget Next, that. Yeah, nine months ago, back? even. <clears throat> nine months. Can we go back to Mike's fourth flexi for a second? Because I was thinking about... John Turner's looks great. Like, how can that be objectively graded? You know what? When you see it, and when you see it, you'll be like, it looks great. But he great. always looks great. Exactly. So you'll know it it's when not- you see it. <laughs> <laughs> there's no arguments here this is this is a, <laughs> the only way this point is not an already given point is that if john turnus is not in the event he could be yeah yes also but he could also be like i don't know like really really tired you know no no you know that's not they gonna might happen they always... him in some way and he doesn't look great mm, maybe he comes out as a zombie i would st- i'd still be into it but like other people might not <laughs> you know what if okay brainwave time <laughs> What if everyone we see from Apple in this event is dressed up like someone else from Apple? Oh, God, I would love oh that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. John Turnus, instead of like dark jeans and a tight shirt, comes out with kind of an oversized button-down short sleeve shirt, and he's Phil Schiller. But does he also have a mask? Like a Schiller mask. Like a, like a real... You remember when, they, remember when they did the video, and it, what was Tim Cook removing the mask from Oh, the, yeah, the M1 iPad, yeah. Because he stole it for some reason? He stole the chip or something? And it just, and it just slapped right into an ipad oh my god they should bring back the mask i will say Stephen, that thing that you just mentioned about like everyone's dressed up as someone else like this you know they just don't have the courage that we do to come up with these ideas right like we should be the ones that come up because that would just be really really funny but you just know they won't do it i keep saying we should work at apple just on the events <laughs> kate <laughs> kate john turnus is di- john turnus dyes his hair to match craig federighi <laughs> that'd be great <laughs> I'd love it. Oh my god! You know? Yes, this is what I'm talking about. It's an impossible situation. He's gonna look good. And yeah, that's that's a real daddy turnus moment. If that's a flexi in the back. That's why I went for six because obviously one of them just in the bag already. So I gotta be king- I gotta be fair to everyone. So so that that's uh, that's our picks. Uh, we will be back on Wednesday, grading these based on Apple's event. And uh, I'm sure we'll be hanging out in the uh, Relay Discord, and I'm sure Mac Stories will have a bunch of stuff. It's going to be a fun but weird week next week. I'm going to watch it in bed. That's my plan. I'm just going to have my iPhone. I'm just going to go to bed, and I'm going to watch it. If you want to find links to the stuff we spoke about, head on to the website at relay.fm slash connected slash 473. There you can submit feedback. You can become a member and get ad-free, longer versions of the show each and every week. Membership also comes with access to the Relay FM Discord, some monthly members-only podcasts, a newsletter, some wallpapers, a bunch of cool stuff. You can find us all online. You can find Mike on other shows here on Relay FM and his work over at Cortex Brand. You can follow him online. He is imike at mike.social on Macedon and just plain old iMike over on threads and Instagram. Plain old iMike. <laughs> plain old plain Vanilla iMike. Yeah. He didn't have to put numbers at the end of his name like I did. <laughs> no. Well, because I got one Instagram account and just kept it. 
right? Rather than deleting it three or four times. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was the, the pro move. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and threads as ismh86 and ismh at eworld.social on Macedon. You can f- just change it to 64 and then it will be cool every time you say it. ismh 64? Because it's two numbers anyway. No one else even knows what 86 means. But if it's 64, you sound cool. And you know know my love of the N64, the greatest console of all time. It's the only video gaming you know. And and on a a secondary level, you're also sort of leaning into your age a little. Like Mm. I was born in 1964. (laughs) That's what it means. (laughs) You know? (laughs) You know? Like it, it works better in all... circumstances (laughs) circumstances <laughs> scary music boy ismh512 <laughs> no 64 okay we'll see we'll see you never know what'll happen uh you can find my writing at 512pixels.net and i co-host mac power users each and every sunday here on relay fm you can find federico as vatici at macstories.net on macedon you can't find him on threads because he's in the eu any day now any day now any day now MacStories.net, I'm sure it'll be popping off next week with all this exciting Mac news. So follow along there. Um, are you guys going to do anything? Uh, I guess not. probably not right after the event because it's late. But Well, no, I'm going to be sleeping after. I'm going to be sleeping after the event. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, but uh, we still need to decide. Um, I'm guessing probably do something on App Stories too. I mean, obviously we'll recap the announcements. John will. I uh, will be sleeping uh, because that would be 2 or 3 a.m. Uh, we'll see. Well, tell John, John, if you're listening, I'm around. I can, I can, be, Feder- I can be your Federico for a night. Mm. Do you have uh, glasses to wear? I mean, just regular ones, not computer glasses. No, I got to be computer glasses. <laughs> That's a prerequisite <laughs> of working at Mac Stories. Yeah. Bri- yeah. Wait, B-Y-O-C-G. Bring your own computer glasses? Yes. 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 Everyone knows that. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Masterclass, Clean My Mac X, and Indeed. Until next week when we judge these picks, boys, say goodbye. Arrivederci. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.